Hey everybody, what's up? It's Josh Knox and I'm coming to you today with the I Speak Fizbo podcast and we're going to talk about how you actually do pay commissions when you buy a home. Hey everybody, what's up? This is Josh Knox and welcome to the I Speak Fizbo podcast. I have a big question for you. How are homeowners like us supposed to compete against old real estate traditions to buy and sell our own homes without having to pay ridiculously high commissions? How can we get our needs met without having to be under the thumb of an outdated system? That is the question, and on this podcast, we'll give you the answers. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Josh Knox again, and I wanted to talk to you today about how uh, this... It's 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 a misconception. It's um it's a, an omission of a portion of the truth, if you will, and it has to do with whether or not buyers, uh, when they buy a property, are actually paying commissions. Now, if you've bought a home before, whether you've bought um, you know something that's been been built, right, a new construction home, or you've bought maybe a condo or a single family home or anything. Uh, anything like that, right? If you've bought a, a home, you have likely been told if you worked with a real estate agent, hey, you don't have to pay, you don't have to pay my fee. I will represent you and the seller will pay the fee to me uh, to, to represent you in the transaction. And while that is true on the surface, it's not true when you look at the overall uh, transaction itself. So by the way of just uh, real estate education 101, if you will, right? When a seller uh, hires a real estate agent to sell their property, they are agreeing to pay a certain percentage, uh, which is traditionally 6% of uh, the sales price in a commission to both the selling agent, the person that's representing them, and then to the buying agent, the, the agent that's representing the potential buyers in the transaction. And so what ends up happening is the agent will list the property on the multiple listing service, right, the, the MLS, and they will advertise a price that they are willing to pay a buyer's agent out of those, uh, out of the, the agreement that they've signed with the seller. Now, the buyer is at a disadvantage uh, in terms of knowing, and the buyer's agent is at a disadvantage in knowing what that seller agreed to uh, list the property for with their agent, because that's an agreement. It's a legal agreement between that listing agent and the seller. Uh, they're under no obligation uh, whatsoever to um, divulge what that agreed upon uh, percentage is. And so, uh, when a buyer goes out looking for property, and, and this is becoming more and more the case, um, a buyer will go online. It's not, like 95% of the time, it's the last statistic that I read, uh, a buyer will go online without the help of a real estate agent and go looking for property. They'll, they'll often go to Zillow or Trulia or Realtor.com or any other number of websites to look for property because they're you know, it doesn't. Just, the decision doesn't just happen. Hey, we got to find a new house. They sort of start thinking about it, and as they start thinking about it, they start conducting searches. And as they're conducting searches, they're going all over the place just to kind of see what's out there and available to them, right? And so, as they're going through this process, let's say they go to Zillow uh, looking for a piece of property, and let's say they they're at the stage of the 
of the process where they're ready to actually start viewing homes. Maybe they've compiled a list of homes they want to look at. And so they'll reach out. They'll reach out on Zillow. They'll fill out the form to get more information or get a phone call back or try and set up a showing. And the agent that's uh, been advertising on Zillow, which I talk about in a different podcast, is going to uh, hopefully be able to set up an appointment with that buyer and hopefully win them over as a client. And one of the things that they'll say uh, to the person that is looking for the info, the, the buyer, they'll say, hey, look, I, it's free to work with me. The, the seller will pay the fee uh, to you know have you work with me if you, if you feel like I'm going to be able to help you. And then they'll say any number of things to convince them that it's good to use a buyer's agent when they're purchasing a property. You know, all the, all the things that listing agents would say to somebody in order to list a property for sale, like why you should use them, the legal this and legal that, and we know this and we know that. And it's just the only way that you should be buying and selling a property is with a real estate agent, right? They'll give you all these reasons to do this. But when it comes to the buyer, right, the, the agent's main selling point, their main pitch is, well, it doesn't cost you anything to work with me, right? Um, I'll set up all the appointments. I'll, I'll do all the paperwork. I'll, I'll help you with inspections. I'll help you with closing. I'll help you with, uh, working with your lender. I'll, I'll, I'll manage all of that for you. And it doesn't cost you anything to work with me, right? It's not, uh, coming out of your pocket. And so what they're not telling you, right? Is this, that it's a half truth, because if you think about the numbers of a transaction, when that seller is agreed to pay that price to sell the property, if they've signed an agreement with a listing agent um, that is 6%, then they're agreeing to pay a, a percentage of that to a, a, a buyer's agent, which means when you put an offer on the property, and just to use simple numbers, if you are buying a $200,000 house and that agent has agreed to pay 6%, that's $15,000, uh, actually $12,000, sorry, um, and so if you are, if you are as a homeowner, um, you know, paying 6% and a $12,000, uh, fee to sell that house and you, as the buyer come in and you say, I'll give you your, I'll give you your $200,000. Um, and then you go out and you get a loan for that. Guess what? You are paying for the commissions, right? You're financing the, that amount, because even though it's not coming out of your pocket in terms of a fee that you have to write a check for, right? The seller is writing the check, but ultimately you're paying that cost. You're paying that $6,000. If you weren't, then you would get the house for $194,000, right? Um, $6,000 off 3% of that, of that $200,000. You would get that off in the total purchase price of the house and have representation, right? So it's a half truth. It is, um, it is one of those things that the industry just doesn't point out why, because it's their industry and that's how they, they make money. That's how, um, if you run into a real estate agent who's legitimately running a real estate business rather than somebody who's a cousin of uncle Fred on Tom's side, um, you know, that's trying to help you buy or sell a home, uh, that's how they generate revenue for their business. And so you have to think through that as a buyer, like, how am I? How am I actually paying for this? Because I am paying for it, right? The old saying is true to an extent, right? Nothing in life is free. And so 
when an agent is pitching to you that you don't have to pay the money, you are paying it. Um, you're going to be paying it in a mortgage um, for a long period of time. Let's say you come up with extra money to put down as a down payment, so your payment's less. You're still paying for it. That 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 dollar figure is still wrapped up into your total purchase price of the property. And so, you know, the next question logically for people is, is, well, how do I avoid paying it? And they oftentimes will say, well, I just won't use an agent. You know, I, I'll do this unrepresented. I'll figure out how to how to work with my lender and and uh, I'll get this, you know, taken care of. And then they'll just, you know, I'll, I'll get that 3% back. And so what people do is instead of working with an agent, they just say, hey, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, submit, I'll submit my own offer and that will that will save me that three percent but again if you if you think back to what I, what I said just a few minutes ago the seller has already agreed in writing legally to pay a fee to that agent that's listed their property and if that agent delivers a, a buyer to them whether they're represented or unrepresented they're they've still agreed to pay that fee there's no way for them to get around it and so you have to think through the strategy of how you would get that money rebated to you. And it is possible to get that money rebated to you. You just have to know uh, the right things to say. And you actually probably would be using a real estate agent to represent you. But with the right language and the right approach to it, you can get real estate agents to rebate you those commissions. And I talk about that in a different uh, podcast. I talk about how a buyer can use a buyer's agent for a flat fee and get that other money rebated. Because legally and ethically, that's the only way you can do it. Again, if you were to go unrepresented into a transaction, assuming that the seller would just automatically give you that 3% if you're unrepresented and you offer in such a way that says that, right? In our $200,000 example, if you're a buyer and you say, well... I'll just go and represent it at all from $6,000 less. That's 3%. The listing agent's going to present the offer to that seller as it is, $194,000 and say, well, what do you want to do? And let's say the seller counter offers you because they don't want to lose you as a buyer. Then maybe they counter offer you to 196. Brilliant. You still got $4,000 off the price, but that listing agent, um, they're still pocketing all of that money and you have saved yourself a little bit of money, but in the end, um, you're, you're still paying a fee if you use a buyer's agent. So just be careful about how you go about that and um, listen for our buyer's guide and uh, uh, that podcast that we're going to be releasing soon on, on the best way to go about that strategy. So I hope that helps you. I hope that helps you understand a little bit more about how the real estate industry works and how some of these misconceptions or... or um, they're not, they're not lies, right? They're not, they're omitting things. They're omitting how the entire process works because it's their business. And again, that's how they make money. But I hope that helps you. And I hope to uh, have you on the next podcast. Have a great day.